Hi everyone and welcome to the Private Practice with Soul podcast. This is the first podcast for counsellors that just don't align with the traditional approaches to business and that want to use their spiritual gifts, talents and interests to create, you guessed it, a private practice with soul. So look, leave it to me to provide you with everything you need, including strategies that you can use to increase your income, reduce your workload and of course increase inquiries and referrals to your beautiful soul-led private practice. I love it so much. If you haven't done it already, grab your journal, grab your pen and let's begin. Welcome to another episode of the Private Practice with Soul podcast. Uh, My name's Brooklyn. If you're just new, welcome, welcome, welcome. Today, what I want to do is a podcast episode that is for people who are finding themselves stuck in the wounded feminine. So the wounded feminine is that part of our energy so we have you know chi and prana or yin and yang and we've got masculine and feminine they're just names for energy and the wounded feminine energy is the energy that is full of self-doubt that's in sort of that victim mindset you know that feels like she can't get unstuck. She can't do anything right. Everything she does is wrong. Um, it's that mindset of not being seen, as the experience of not being seen or heard. And it's the experience of feeling like you're giving and giving and giving and you're not able to fill your cup. So if you can resonate with some of that energy at the moment and of course it's much bigger than that then this is an episode that I've created just for you okay so I want to share with you that you know I know what it's like to be up and awake in the early hours of the morning stressing about private practice and it's not just private practice is it it's everything it's it's money it's um you know what do I do about the future it's all of the stuff I I know because as you know if you've been following me for a little while you know my story as well I absolutely understand that so many of you go through this it's almost for so many of us a rite of passage into private practice yet not many people talk about it you can feel like I don't know if you have that experience for example where you do have that sleepless night or or a light sleep and you're thinking and thinking and all the thoughts are swelling around in your mind you know where you're doubting yourself and for me it was like that too and questioning your decision to start a private practice but maybe even questioning your decision to move into counseling especially when you know perhaps you have a a partner really loving partner that doesn't like seeing you so stressed and worried and 
you know, they gently encourage you to perhaps put your business to the side for a little while and maybe go and get a real job where you've got that financial security and you've got that regular paycheck coming in. And there's part of you that understands where they're coming from when they say that, but there's also part of you that wants to push back against it because you know that this is what you're actually meant to be doing, that this is your purpose to be helping people. You know, I think it's also hard too because you spend time, you know, scrolling through, say, social media perhaps, and maybe you're in some groups and you've seen comments from people telling you that, you know, you're not qualified enough or you need to do more degrees or you need to have more education or you need to just be more and do more and all that sort of pressure as well. You know, it's like, you know, you're not good enough if you've only got a diploma or something like that, you know, and then people are also questioning you about um, your fee, you know, and you start to take it on board. It's You see it so much and you hear it so much that it starts to become a belief because it's so repetitious. Um, everyone, you know, questioning you, well, you know what, if you've got a diploma or if you've got a bachelor's, you shouldn't really charge more than this or, you know, um, psychologists only charge that, so why are you charging that? And it's this constant pressure um from from peers and and colleagues that we listen to and we respect and so we kind of believe well they must be right and it puts more I don't know like it did for me but it put more self-doubt into my mind as well and I really felt like at the base of all of this I really you know felt like am I good enough can I do it? Um, you know, and I never even questioned what, what good enough even meant, you know. Um, I used to wonder, what if they're right? What if they're right? And then that wondering became a belief that they were right, that, you know, maybe I wasn't cut out for private practice. Maybe I wasn't, um, you know, set for, for business. Maybe I just don't have a head for business and I I'll, I will never have a private practice. And you know, I go to work the next day and I'd look at Halaxy, which is my practice management software, and I'll see an empty screen and I'll freak out. And, you know, just seeing that empty diary would mean to me, there's no clients coming. So yeah, I'm not going to get to help anyone. But there was a more urgent need within me that I'll admit to you now. And that was how am I going to pay my mortgage? Like I didn't have anyone to rely on. It was just me. Um, I didn't have a partner that, you know, I, I could lean on financially. If I didn't get income and turnover into the practice I wasn't going to be able to pay my mortgage I wasn't going to be able to pay my rent and I'd see this empty diary and I'd get chills like I would come out in like I'd start shaking and trembling and think what am I going to do and then I'd, I'd you know make the mistake of clicking ahead to the next week and the week after and they'd all be empty as well you know and it would just make me feel dread fear anxiousness um worry and, you know, I, I would start to wonder myself, what if I was never meant to do this? Um, and I would feel, because I was so anxious about it, I feel tired a lot and I would just feel drained so 
so many days I was just feeling drained. So I wasn't seeing clients, but I found myself um, doing more and more and more and more and more. So it was like more marketing, more back then I was doing meet and greet lunches with doctors at doctor clinics. So I was doing more of those. I was, you know, I was scrounging for help in all of the online spaces and I was just new to Facebook then um, and I was feeling so vulnerable like I didn't want to tell anybody that I was struggling with it because I was ashamed I was embarrassed I thought you know I should be doing better um, I put a lot of pressure on myself to be doing better and to be doing more and yeah, it was just really horrible and it was really hard for me to even in those online groups ask for help like instead of asking for help I was often just looking at where other people had asked for help and I was trying to act on the advice that they'd been given and do you know what I never even questioned the advice that other people were providing in those communities. I just took it as law, you know. I just thought, oh, okay, so the advice they're getting is to post more on social media, so I guess that's what I'll do. And I was killing myself posting on social media all the time. And not only that, it was the meetings. It was I spent so much money on business cards and flyers, which I don't recommend now, as you know, but this is where I this is where I was and I know what it's like to try and put on a brave face for your family and for your friends. I know what that's like to try and sound, you know, to to know the reality of what you're facing with with your private practice, but to not want to show that to everybody. And I know what that's like to try and be brave and try and be optimistic and bright and enthusiastic to you know people in your circles because you don't want them to know but on the inside you're actually feeling panicked and then I don't know about you but I would try and steer the conversation into a completely different direction I know what that's like to you know have that disrupted sleep because of all the the swirling thoughts and I know how it affects your relationship with your with your family as well because you're just not present because your head is stuck on survival mode your head is totally stuck on survival mode and so even while you're home you know and you've got people around you you, you your head's off in a whole other space and I don't know about you but it really affected my confidence my confidence just diminished it just eroded but here's if you're in that situation right here's what I want you to know it's absolutely not your fault that you're in this situation that you think these things and that you feel these things okay especially when colleagues and peers around you are telling you that you shouldn't be charging or that you should be charging only a low fee it's not your fault when you've got people telling you, well, do you know what? You're just a counsellor. You're not as good as a psychologist or you've just got a diploma or you've just got a bachelor. You're not as good as someone who's got a master's. They can charge this much, but you shouldn't because you haven't done all of that. And it's not your fault when, um, you know, you, the the culture of counselling is that we should be charging lower because we don't offer rebates um, you know and it's not your fault when you see other people other counsellors sharing their big wins in private practice about how they've got these long waiting lists and they're booked out and all of this sort of stuff it makes you feel horrible when you're already in this this space of self-doubt you know and 
it's not your fault either when well-meaning people around you and maybe it's peers and colleagues maybe it's teachers maybe it's other students family or friends but they're trying to gently suggest that maybe you just put the private practice on hold for a little bit and go and do something else and it's not your fault either when you look on your social whether it's Instagram or TikTok or Facebook or websites and other people seem to be like crushing it how are they doing it what is the magic sauce what's the what's the secret like how come you don't know it you've you've turned over every single rock and you still are missing that thing that everybody else seems to know and won't tell you you know it's not your fault either because you know, you've got membership bodies here, membership bodies that actively feed into your imposter syndrome by telling you you're at this level or you're at that level. If you want to be worth more or if you want to be more valuable, you need to spend more money and go up to this next level. You know, I mean, it's ranking you and you're up against it. And if you're not in a position where you can or where you desire, to move up levels, where does that leave you? You know, it's this constant barrage of messaging um, from your community, from your membership body, from online groups that you're just not, not there yet, wherever there is, you know. And it's certainly not your fault when, you know, you feel like the bar keeps getting raised um, where you weren't taught how to run a business in the first place. You just think it's going to be quite easy. You just think, oh, well, all I'm going to do really is I'm going to go and make a website and make some business cards and then I'll, I'll drop off some flyers and then, yeah, people will just turn up. And it's a very rude awakening to, to go out and do all of that and have an empty diary. No one's turning up. But here's the thing, you don't know how to start a practice. You're winging it. You're totally winging it based on things that you think other people are doing. But here's the thing, they're not doing those things. They're building their practices in other ways, but you're not privy to what those other ways are. And that's why you're not getting the 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 clients or, or the inquiries or the bookings it seems like everybody else knows this secret except for you and it's exasperating totally exasperating and I get it because as you know I was there too but I'm not there now I found a way through but for me my story was that I spent nearly a hundred thousand dollars and I've got all the receipts and I'm going to post all my invoices so you can see how much money I spent with different coaches and mentors and courses and programs all about learning how to create success in your private practice I'm going to show you all of those it was a hundred thousand dollars over the period of about four or five years that I didn't have I had to find that money and you know I did do things like I maxed out credit cards I did do things like extended my work hours like I found a way to make it work because I really believed um, I needed that that course or that program right Um, and at the time at the end of all of that at the end of all of that, here's what I learned. What I learned was you don't actually need 
any more courses and you don't actually need any more programs. You do not need any more stuff. You already know what your practice needs. It's just a matter of learning how to access that. That's all. You don't need to do what I did. There's You absolutely, hand on heart, 100%, do not need to go and spend, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50,000 on courses like I did. Absolutely not. After doing all of those, it what I learned was it all came came down to one thing, right? It all comes down to one thing. And here's what it is. Balance. That's it. Balance. It cost me $100,000 to learn that at the end of the day, what's missing from your practice is balance. Um, and, you know, when you think about balance, this is what it is. You see, balance provides you with a framework. The balance provides you with a structure, a structure for the business that shifts you from where you are now to where you want to be, of course. And it achieves this not by doing more things, but by actually drawing back on what you're doing and pulling back the energy that you've been leaking out all over the place. Having balance um, is going to give you or does give you, gives me security it gives me safety. It gives me peace of mind um, because I know now that I've got the structure in place that when I'm in the mood to do something that allows me to connect with, you know, the audience or the next client or handle that next call or do the therapy with a client that I get to do so freely and fully and with love and with grace and yeah just totally knowing I'm safe to spend the time doing that it allows me to receive things into the practice that I wasn't able to receive before like money um it gives me space to express myself and to be creative while I'm being receptive to new things like you know new experiences uh new clients new ways of working new ways of being as a woman in private practice um and you know what that's what I want you to know that's what I want you to take away it's not about you doing more courses more programs investing tens of thousands of dollars in things your success comes down to one thing one thing and that's balance and for me the way I approach balance is through the masculine and the feminine as you know um, the masculine is all about your structure and your processes and all those sorts of things but that feminine is uh, being receptive being in that receiving space being in that expressive space feeling safe to be seen feeling safe to be heard wanting to nurture wanting to connect you know, um, and when you've got 
the balance of those energies. That's when you're in flow and that's when you get to experience what you want to experience in your practice, which is different for all of us. For me at the moment, my my practice is all about how do I create more freedom for myself? How do I create more freedom for my life so that I can do the things I want to do? So I could look after my mum, so I can look after Gabe, so I can, you know, invest in myself. I want to go on a on a health and wellness retreat. I want to um, travel more. I want to do more things that make me say, wow, I want more expansion. That's what I'm looking forward to. And because I've got this balance in my practice now, I get to do all of those things. And now what I'm working on is I'm creating even more freedom in my practice. And I want you to understand that when you've got that balance, you get to then say, what do I want to experience more of in my practice? And it could be freedom like me. It might be financial freedom. It might be time with your family. It might be opportunities to help more clients, things like that. Whatever it is, you can do it. But the secret is balance. And that's what marketing with soul is all about. It's about balance. It's about teaching anybody who wants to come along how to create that balance, um, you know, and, and you learn and you experience what it means to release the fear. And this is the strangest thing too. Like there's almost a fear of not being in fear. (laughs) That's what it was like for me. It was like, oh, if I don't have fear, then I'm not going to be safe. I had this mixed up feeling in my mind that I needed to be afraid, you know, and I didn't want to let go of the fear because I thought that if I let go of the fear, bad things were going to happen. I thought the fear was keeping me safe, but it wasn't. It was actually keeping me out of balance. It was not aligned. Fear is not aligned for any of us. It's out of integrity and it's out of in line. It's out of alignment and it's out of balance with who we are and how we show up. And so, you know, it's a hard thing to learn about moving through fear. And it's a hard thing to be open to letting it go. But if you want to experience change if you're ready and wanting to experience expansion and if you want to experience helping more people and if you want to experience health and well-being and a restful sleep and presence with your family and and with your friends and if you want to experience alignment again then it's a requirement that you're open that you're open to safely learning about releasing fear and replacing that fear with the next thing. And that's what Marketing with Soul is all about. That's why I put it together. At the end of the day, it's about balance. That's it. It's about balance. And if you're interested in experiencing balance, this is an invitation for you to reach out. I'm here to help. Um, As I said, there is absolutely nothing that can stop you from experiencing the success, however you define success, in your private practice. And I'm going to help you do it if you'll let me. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Have a wonderful, wonderful Saturday. And I will talk to you during the week. 
I hope that you loved this episode as much as I loved putting it together for you. To get more resources to help you in your private practice, head over to Instagram. My handle is at the private practice coach. And also, if you want more inquiries and referrals for your business, let me know. I have a program called Clients on Demand that opens every quarter, and I can absolutely get you some information for that as well. You are doing an amazing job. Thank you for sharing your gifts with the world. Bye.